Andrew, I've had the best time this week talking to people about this documentary. I mean, you've turned me into a genius when it comes to these things. And man, I owe you so much for this. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. I mean, because I was there in the radio world when all of this was unfolding in front of listeners. And you, the project of putting a Cabbage Patch Kid onto our radio station and giving it away in the morning show, the afternoon drive show, that was our lifestyle in radio because of this. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, there were, there was nothing like it. Uh, radio, you know, jo- you know, they were they were hard. Uh, it was pretty hard to to miss. Johnny Carson, Letterman, <laughs> Newsweek, Time, SNL, Nightline. I mean, they were every Ronald Reagan wanted one. Like they were hard to miss. What was it about the Cabbage Patch Kid? Because I mean, they weren't really you know sexy babies. They they were just big old fat babies with chubby cheeks. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the big things was that each one was was unique. Uh, you know, no two were the same. Uh, different, using a, a combination of of eye color, hair color, where the dimple was, and that was because of technology. It was the first time in, in the early '80s that they could use computers and and create a doll where where they wouldn't all be the the same, which had happened, you know, uh, in in the past, obviously, and then. There was birth certificates and kind of a story behind each one. So there was an individuality that that existed. Um, And, you know, I think there are a lot of different reasons, uh, but that was certainly certainly one of them in terms of uh, what attracted people to the doll. Do you think this falls under the category of this was our Beatles moment in the 1980s? (laughs) Uh, I mean... People were acting pretty nuts in stores. I mean, <laughs> fights and, and baseball bats and threats and uh, melees. And, and so it, it definitely had uh, certainly that level of uh, intensity. I, I think the, the comparison isn't isn't that far off. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird that we don't have these crazy ne- uh, messes on Black Friday anymore. And, and, and that's, that's the thing that really, I, it's like, I want to go back to that where people get excited about one thing and I've got to have it. Yeah, no, I, it's it's funny. I mean, there 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 was a supply and demand issue with with Cabbage Patch Kids, and to your point, I think not being able to get it um, also really escalated the the need that people felt uh, to get a hold of one. Uh, the, you know, the 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 government, U.S. government, actually ended up fielding a, a false advertising charge wow. against. Coleco and Cabbage Patch Kids saying they were quote unquote harassing children by running ads for dolls which weren't available. So Cabbage Patch Kids actually had to discontinue uh, advertising and and they make this big announcement that they're going to pull their commercials. And obviously that just created an an even bigger craze. Um, So uh, that, that was definitely an interesting piece to the to the movie that I, I wasn't uh, aware of. I think one of the most amazing things about what you've done here with Billion Dollar Babies is that you're opening it up in real theaters on Black Friday. I think that is the coolest, darndest, best marketing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I know. It's it's so cool how that worked out. It wasn't, uh, you know, when we started the movie uh, and, and making this thing, that, that obviously wasn't, uh, you know, top of mind, but and the cool thing is, you know, you can go to cabbagepatchfilm.com and and see it's it's not just like theaters in New York and LA, it's theaters all all over the country and and so that's definitely neat.
Now, there's no way that I'm the only freak in this nation that has a special room in their house that has the original Cabbage Patch dolls still in their original boxes. I've got Elmo. I've got Barbie dolls. I've got all of these things because my guy said, get the collectibles and never look at them ever again. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really depends what what uh, Cabbage Patch kid you have, what year, uh, you know, if it's from a certain country. Yeah. Uh, you know, it all, it all, it can really, it can really depend in terms of like, at least with Cabbage Patch Kids specifically, I don't know about the others. Uh, uh, it, it can really depend as to like how much that might be, might be worth. See, I always thought that the reason why there was a big, you know, like I have to have this kind of moment in this country was because they were storing the Cabbage Patch dolls inside warehouses and they were waiting for the craze to take over. <laughs> uh you know, I, I don't think the makers of of Cabbage Patch Kids, the the company Coleco, they they didn't make enough. They had no idea that this was going to happen. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, it takes something like three months to uh, to ship all of those all of those Cabbage Patch Kids from Asia to the states. So by the time they realized what was what was happening. Uh, it, they just couldn't get enough enough dolls in, in time. To get Neil Patrick Harris to be a part of this, you had to be a, a child in a candy store because the way that his tempo, his pacing, his inflection, everything about this is, oh my God, this is the right person helping to share this story. You know, he, he does, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you say that. He does have, I don't know, kind of like that subversive nature that, that plays very well with the film, uh, you know, uh, there's kind of a, I don't know, a zaniness to the, to this movie. I mean, we are talking about the Cabbage Patch Kids, but then, you know, there's also some elements that, that get pretty serious, um, surprisingly. And, you know, I, I think that he adds kind of a another an, another dimension um, uh, to the film that in, in how he narrates it and kind of weaves together the different storylines. Now, is there going to be a collector's edition Cabbage Patch Kid in this? And the reason why I ask is because I, I bought the Barbie from the Barbie movie. Is there going to be one from this documentary? <laughs> I, I'll have to talk to the producers. That's a great idea. Uh, I, w- I, I hope someone's thought of that. That's pretty, that's pretty original. I love that. Wow. So what's your next documentary? Are we going to go Beanie Babies? You know, there's actually, a, I, I have to double check. I'm pretty sure there already has been a Beanie Baby documentary. Wow. So we'll have to, we'll have to sort, you know, maybe it's Tickle Me Elmo. Maybe it's Barney <laughs> Doll. Maybe it's American Girl Dolls. Maybe it's Furby. We, we have some options. I love it. Dude, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Oh, that's very sweet. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, you be brilliant. And congratulations on this incredible documentary. Thank you so much.